that those who confess their sins and turn to Christ do have full assurance of the forgiveness of their sins. This is our comfort as we come to worship our Lord God. Let's turn now to God's word, to our scripture reading this morning, which comes from 1 John chapter 1, the first letter of John, right, by, right towards the end of the Bible, right before Revelation, you have the three letters of John. So 1 John chapter 1, The last time we had Lord's Supper, we worked through verses 1 through 4, and this morning we will work through verses 5 through 10. So 1 John 1, beginning in verse 5. This is the Word of God. This is the message that we have heard from Him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So far from God's word, let the verses 5 through 10. Brothers and sisters in our Lord Jesus Christ, we come to this table where Christ himself has invited us to be. Indeed, he calls us to be here. He commands us to come. This table, it's a celebration of our fellowship. That's a key word we saw in the last time we looked at John. Our fellowship, our union, our friendship, our relationship with Jesus Christ, our love for him and his love for us. We saw that last time. Fellowship is, is a mutual thing. It's we love Christ And Christ, in turn, also loves us. That's the fellowship that we have with Him. And that same fellowship extends to one another. We love one another. So whenever you you read the word fellowship in Scripture, you can substitute it for the word love, except that it's always a mutual love, a love that goes in both directions. And so the first thing that we should consider this morning is we ought to be here at Christ's table. If we have fellowship with Him, then this is where we belong as Christians. This is His table. It's not our table as a church. It's not the elders' table. It's not the minister's table. It's Christ's table. And Christ calls us to be with Him. He's the one who calls us to be here. And if we say, I will not come, we are refusing Christ Himself. But now here in our text, John is addressing a different thing that can also happen. Sometimes the problem is that Christians refuse to come when Christ calls them to come. But it can also happen that someone calls himself a Christian and wants to come to the table, and indeed does come to celebrate his fellowship with Christ, when in fact 
He doesn't have any fellowship with Christ. He's coming to celebrate a lie. That's what John is addressing here in verse 6. He says, If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Some people are called by Christ and they do not come. Others come even though they are not called. These, John says, are walking in darkness. And so by coming to the table, they are coming to celebrate what is a lie. To walk in darkness, that means to to live in in such a way that, that God is prevented from touching and entering your life. Verse 5 says that God is light. And so then to walk in darkness means to walk in such a way that that light cannot enter your life. Wherever light can't enter, you find darkness. And so this means that if God is shut out from any part of our lives, if I say, no, God cannot touch this part of my life, this will be mine, God can have the rest, then my entire life is in darkness. You can't let the light into only part of the room. If it's in the room, it enlightens the whole room. And so if I harbor sin in my life that God cannot touch, that I keep at arm's length, from God, then John says, I am walking in darkness. If I have sin that I refuse to bring to light before God, then I am walking in darkness. If six out of the seven days of the week I obey the lusts of the flesh and the desires of the world and I practice what God calls evil and I refuse to let God change me, and then on Sunday I come to celebrate the Lord's Supper, then I am walking in darkness, and celebrating a lie. And so again, John says, if we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But he also says, if we walk in the light, this is verse 7, as God is in the light, then first we have fellowship, that mutual love, with one another. And second, the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all our sin. Fellowship is what the Lord's Supper is all about. First, fellowship with Christ, and then as a result, fellowship with anyone else who has fellowship with Christ. It means to be in relationship, to be joined in the same cause, to be family. And so John says, if we walk in the light, just as God is in the light, then you demonstrate fellowship with God, and so you also then have fellowship with with one another. We are joined together in walking in the light. And not only do we have fellowship with one another, but we may also be assured, this is the second part of that sentence, we may also be assured that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all our sin. To those who walk in darkness, who shut God out of their lives, they are not cleansed, because only God can cleanse them. They are living a lie. But those who walk in the light are made clean by Jesus' death on the cross. So understand this then. The existence of sin in your life is not what defines you as walking in darkness. Because those who walk in the light, John says, are cleansed from their sin. 
So sin is not what makes us walking in darkness. It's the refusal to let God deal with that sin. It's the refusal to let it be exposed to the light of God. The refusal to turn away from it. That is darkness. It's choosing to live away from God. So John calls us to walk in the light. And what it means then is that God is permitted in our life and in every part of it. And not just in the sense that we we invite him into our lives as some kind of companion or advisor, but in the same way that when light enters a room, it takes over the darkness. It transforms the darkness into light. So also when God enters our life, he exposes our sin, he reveals our sin, and he transforms the darkness within us into light. He exposes the lies that we tell ourselves for what they are, and he puts his truth there in our hearts instead. So those who walk in the light, yes, they do have sin in their lives. John is very honest about that. But if we walk in the light, confessing our sin, allowing it to be exposed by God, confessing it to him, confessing it if necessary also to one another, then John assures us we have fellowship with him and with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all our sin. And that's who belongs at this table. Those are the people whom Jesus is calling to join him at his table. They have nothing to hide from God. They've allowed themselves to be exposed before God. And it's not because they believe that they are without sin, and so there's nothing to be seen here, but because they've already confessed their sin. They've already exposed it before God. There's nothing further that they're still hiding from God. Well, John makes the same point over again then in in verses 8 through 9. This is John's style. He has one point and he comes back to it this way and then he comes back to it another way and and repeats in almost a, a, a cyclical fashion around the same point. And so he says again in verse 8, If we say we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. That's the way of darkness. It's denying one's own sin. It's saying, well, this isn't really sin. This doesn't really bother God, or I get to decide whether this bothers God or not. And maybe that kind of denial provides some temporary relief, but John tells us here, it's a lie. That's not practicing the truth. We have only two options. One is to confess our sin, to expose our lies completely before God, and then receive his forgiveness in Christ. Or we can insist and keep on insisting that our sins aren't really sins. We can continue in that darkness, which ultimately leads to hell, to eternal darkness. We push God out of our lives, and God gives us then what we want, complete absence from him, which is hell. And so he says in verse 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Again, in verse 10, he goes back to the same point. If we say we have not sinned, we make God out to be a liar, which is, of course, an incredibly foolish thing to do. And his word, then, is not in us. Let's just consider what he says there in in verse 9. God is faithful 
He doesn't say one thing and really mean another. He doesn't give with one hand and then take it back with the other. He means his promises. Those who confess their sins and turn to Christ will receive forgiveness of sins. That's not a mysterious promise that may or may not apply to you. When God says it, he means it. Confess your sins, turn to Christ, and he will forgive and cleanse you. He is just, John says. God is just. And so we can be confident then, if the blood of Christ has paid for our sins, then God will not demand any other payment. That's what it means for God to be just. He, is, he, he, he treats us fairly in the sense that our sins are already covered, and so he will not punish us again. He will forgive us of all our sins, and he will cleanse us. This is the last part of verse 9. He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And this is what we come to celebrate here at the Lord's Supper. This is what brings us into fellowship with one another. What do we have in common? We are all sinners who have been cleansed by the blood of Christ. And so, brothers and sisters, as you come here this morning to sit at the table, come with your lives exposed before God's face. Come with nothing to hide from God, nothing that you haven't already confessed to Him. Come acknowledging your sin. Come confessing your guilt before God, because that's what it means to come to the light. Allow yourselves to be exposed by God's word. If you have confessed your sins and are hiding nothing at all from God and seeking nothing but his grace, then do come because Jesus, his son, calls you to come to this table. His blood is for you. Amen.